Hello and welcome to the very first episode of For Us. My name is Mackenzie Olson. And I'm Anna Zimmerman and we play women's lacrosse here at IMG Academy. Our podcast is for female athletes and in our first episode we'll be discussing body image. We play lacrosse and deal with body image as females and athletes every day and feel this topic is very important. As female athletes, body image can make or break you physically, mentally, and emotionally. And here at IMG Academy, we've learned a lot about this topic, along with the common struggles and stereotypes for females with the body image and beauty standards. As female athletes here at IMG Academy, we've had the opportunity to meet females from around the world playing many different sports and sort of talk to some of them and relate to them about their body types and their struggles throughout their time here at IMG Academy and in their outside life. And Anna, what are your thoughts on this topic? I just think it's really great. And also it's like, it's it's cool to see other people's experiences. Like part of it is a little bit sad, you know, because mm-hmm. like I come from a family that's super supportive of athleticism and females and playing on a team sport and working your hardest at something and even though it's going to cause changes in yourself that aren't necessarily normal for or like what was the normal like Uh, my standards exactly like our grandparents weren't like Mm -hmm. playing lacrosse as females or like my grandma didn't even know what lacrosse was until I started playing like Mm -hmm. it's just it's the different cultures and what body image looks like in each of those because I know people and even from sport to sport like the across country body is going to be different than a soccer body or a basketball body. Yeah, how you train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here at IMG Academy, we have nutritionalists and weight trainers, and we have our own program, basically. And in our season, we are looking to get bigger and gain more muscle and be toned for our sport, but honestly, just embrace our bodies is one thing that we're learning about. And we have had some talks with the team about how their families are and I'm the same way as Anna where my parents support you know my body and my muscles and everything that comes with girls across but there are people who are less fortunate and have been told that they shouldn't play girls across or they shouldn't have muscle or certain things going off of the beauty standard just how girls are meant to be more feminine and thin rather than muscular and powerful As female athletes, it is sort of inevitable to see the media and the beauty standard that's portrayed in daily life through, you know, TikTok and Instagram and just sort of, I don't know, embracing your true self rather than feeling ashamed of your body or what it looks like because you don't look like everyone else or what other people are putting out there on their platforms and just being aware that, you know, your body's unique And that some people honestly might not even portray their body correctly. A lot of things are photoshopped and edited to make themselves look better. And just embracing your true self. Yeah, and I think another big part of it is also meeting every beauty standard. You wouldn't be able to do the the same things that, you know, girls with lots of muscle and who are bigger and broader, which isn't necessarily accepted by the beauty standard is necessary in order to perform at a high level or at any level realistically. But at the same time, there's somewhat of a standard for an athletic body as well, which Mm -hmm. can also be harmful for people's mental health, especially being a girl is like, you know, 
if you're not super fit, but you your muscles look bigger, or like your legs are bigger, or your shoulders are broader, those things, or even if you're you're seen as too skinny and you don't have a lot of muscle, you may be able to still do the same things, but in in some respect, that athletic body, there's also a standard in the athletic world. Mm-hmm. So trying to fit into the beauty standard of, of social media and the outside world, but also trying to fit into that athletic body type is really not, it's, it's not a two-way streak. You can't do both. And not being able to fit into that can be really harmful. Definitely. And I know some of our teammates were also talking about just with the muscle that you gain, your thighs being thicker and your shoulders being broader, just sort of the response you get from some males here at the school. Yeah, a lot of them sure. are very into weight training and sort of see some of us as masculine or in some instances, like some guys have come up to us and said, like, dude, you're huge. Mm-hmm. And in their eyes, that might be a compliment. But as a girl, they're thinking, oh, my God, I look like a man yeah. or I'm fat. And it can be taken the wrong way. So as female athletes, it's also very important to just embrace what your body looks like and, I don't know, be aware. Yeah, and I think at the same time with the stuff with the guys, it's just like they, the males have such a better capability at gaining muscles and being Mm -hmm. stronger and faster and more fit just because biologically that's how it is. Mm -hmm. And so even though we're working just as hard and doing just as much weight training and lifting and running as they are, it's our bodies are not going to look the same. So, you know, it's, they tend to think like, oh, they don't work as hard. Oh, you know, female sports, it's just kind of kind of a blow-off kind of thing, like, oh, if I was in a female sport, I could go D1 if I wanted to. Yeah, that's a big one. It's like, it's a completely different world. We have two completely different bodies, and they work in such different ways that it's just, it's not, it's about looking too masculine or looking too feminine because you can't gain the muscle that they can, even though you're working just as hard. But when you do gain that muscle, it's, oh, you're masculine. Yeah, definitely there's... A certain standard between male and females and it is definitely true like biologically females are meant to be built a certain way and so are males and you know we yeah like Anna was saying we work out the same amount as the guys here but we're not gonna go bench 500 pounds like we have everything programmed to our body and for our success and it will help us perform our best as females and athletes on the field and on the court. Exactly. Because just, even though we're not lifting the same amount, doesn't mean we're working any less hard. Mm-hmm. There's there's only so much the female body can do, but at the same time it can do so many more things than the male body can do. Like, in order to have those other capabilities that the female body does, we, we're not, we can't be 200 pounds and yes. be lifting 500. Like, it's just, it, it's... I mean, there are women who are like that, and that's incredible, but for, like, and for our sport, it's just different. Like, it's different. A woman's lacrosse player's body is going to look different than, like, the shock put. Or, yeah. Like, it's just every, everything is so diverse, and everyone's experience is a lot different, and it's really important to keep that in mind when either looking at your own body or somebody else's because it's different for everybody. Definitely. And going off that, I think... A big thing as females is comparing yourself to other people and 
well, that's one thing we've discussed a lot as a team and reflected on individually is I might compare myself to someone else thinking I want to be more muscular or mm-hmm. this person's skinny I want to look like her and it's just being oh, being proud of your own body type and what your body can achieve rather than comparing yourself to other people is very important and personally as an athlete not even physically comparing myself to people but just I don't know on a scale of performance wise and everything just always being proud of who I am as a person and an athlete rather than comparing myself daily because by doing that you also take a toll on your mental health Mm -hmm. and I think it's important too like what you said about performance is like everybody's performance is going to look different and that's not based off of your body Mm -hmm. like the way you look and the way somebody else looks you could be just as good as them and it it what the way you perform does not have to do with the way your body looks it has to do with what it's capable of yeah okay so another thing that's super well it's super popular but it's also can be super harmful is dieting trends or not even just trends but just the like dieting in general for a female athlete is really not the good way to go it's it's unrealistic and it a lot of it's unattainable um we're told that because we're so muscular or because we weigh a certain amount I think that's the biggest thing is weight is like here we're not allowed to use the scale like in the weight room because for a lot of people seeing that number on the scale can be super triggering even though you may not look overweight or you may not or even though it's just muscle like muscle weighs way more than fat does and when people see a number higher than what they want it can be really harmful even though that number has nothing to do with what your body looks like or nothing to do with how you can perform on the field but I think that that number on the scale is can be a really harmful thing and it prompts these dieting trends like um caloric deficit or calorie deficit um is a super popular one because you know if you're eating less calories than you're burning for somebody who is just trying to lose weight to you know to have that personal goal but is not an athlete that's something that you know can be done for people who are just trying to fit into the beauty standard on a regular day but for female athletes that's that that is not attainable because if in order for your body to perform in the the way you need it to on the field or on the court or on the track you you need to have that fuel in your body to be able to do those things and by doing the doing these dieting trends or the caloric deficit you're unable you are unable to do that and it's not healthy definitely one thing that we've learned a lot about is we've been fortunate enough to have a nutritionist with us on campus and to work with girls lacrosse and just fueling your body is such a big part not only to your performance but also just physically just helping yourself you know we have to have more calories a day than an average person might like a lot of people try to follow the 2,000 calories a day you know, some days we might double that or have to have more protein or protein shakes to maintain the muscle that we've built after burning so much calories in a practice and not seeing it as a bad thing to have more calories, but to see it as you recovering and replenishing yourself and fueling yourself so you can perform on the field and in the classroom and throughout your day. And that's definitely a big one is not letting a number control you mm-hmm. on how much you weigh 
and going off of how you feel energy wise, exactly. physically, mentally, and emotionally. And going off that, it's definitely a big thing as a female and an athlete here at IMG. Another thing that Anna and I talked a lot about and our team collectively is just how the beauty standard changes and is honestly unattainable. Like you need to be tan, but not too tan or skinny, but not too skinny, have a tiny waist, but big boobs and a butt. And just how those are advertised as achievable and how in reality it's not physically possible for body types or females to attain. Yeah, and I think especially being an athlete, that's important to um, to just know because, you know, when you go, you get home from a workout where you just, you know, lifted, I don't know, 170. And to you, you know, that could be a really a big goal that you wanted to achieve. But, you know, you, you start to notice that your legs are getting bigger or your arms are getting stronger. And then you go home and you're on your phone and you see other people and the way that they look. And it's a lot different from how you look. And so I think it's important to recognize that a lot of those standards aren't attainable, especially with, you know, your own goals and depending on each body type, like sport to sport, it's, it's all different. And I think that's the most important thing to keep in mind is, is every, everything is different from, from each sport to whatever your personal goals are. It's, it's just a lot different from person to person. Definitely. And just being focused on the beauty standard and attaining the un- unattainable, honestly, affects you not only physically but mentally and it can affect your confidence on the field and mentally it takes a toll because you're trying so hard to achieve something that isn't right for your body or yourself and that's a big thing that we've learned here go for it okay so i think a great thing lately you know social media has a lot of negative impacts on this but At the same time, I think that it's becoming a little bit more normalized and people who have gone through these struggles who, you know, played collegiate sports and were competing at high levels and had to go through these things, um, they're starting to speak up about it because, you know, it's affecting a lot of people now. And and obviously with the growth of of social media, um, it's very recognizable about how harmful that that can be. And there are so many role models now who are standing up about this and saying something and about how harmful it can be. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's a really important thing for young girls who um, are viewing these beauty standards and, you know, realizing how hard it is to achieve it. Definitely. And just, I think that these role models for females and for athletes out there makes them more proud of their body and their Mm -hmm. body image and, you know, being proud of the muscle that they have and how far they've come in their sport and that their body allows them to do a lot of things that other people can't do and fully embracing it. And some of the people that we were discussing, one of the big ones that we see as female role models for athletes is Victoria Garrick, who's a former USC volleyball player and has a podcast and an Instagram where she discusses the issues of females' body image regarding the beauty standards. And she talks a lot about the mental health side of things and has she's done TED Talks and she is honestly just very honest about her personal experience and 
what's not okay and what's okay and just honestly being true to yourself and embracing what your body looks like and focusing on not comparing yourself to others and being proud of who you are, which I think is very important. Yeah, I remember um, being, like, at home. This was, like, a year ago, mm-hmm. and I saw Victoria Garrick's post. It was one of, when she first came out and started talking about it on Instagram about how, like, what she looked like before she got to college like her body and then once she got to college and she was lifting heavy weights and she started to see changes in her body that you know people were telling her weren't normal because they weren't um needing to perform every day on the court at the way that she was at the level she was Mm -hmm. and so she was being told by people that that was not normal and she talked about how after practice when they would after lift instead of going to eat with her friends after her team's workout after practice instead of going out to eat with her friends or you know going to do the stuff she usually would she would get on the treadmill and run and um go through those dieting trends that were unattainable and unrealistic for what she was trying to accomplish and that she realized that in order for her body to perform the way it needs to and the way she's demanding it to um she needed to be gaining that muscle, keeping it, and be fueling her body in a way and such where that's possible for her. And when I saw that at the time, you know, before I came here, I wasn't as muscular as I was. Mm-hmm. And now being here and going through that myself, I think even seeing that when I wasn't going through that and remembering it is really important. And I, I know how important that was for other young girls to see as they're either going through it or going to with being a female athlete it's just bound to happen sooner yeah. or later I also think it's very important when you go to you know Victoria played at a high level obviously USC volleyball is a top d1 program and hearing about the struggles that most people have when they go into their collegiate careers just going from high school and physically maturing as you go to college and the big difference that the levels you're competing at and how much muscle you do need to gain and how much physically you become stronger in college and rather than being ashamed of how much your body's changed and how much weight you may have put on sort of embracing it and taking note of how much powerful you've become and how much your games change and I know Anna you and I are both going to play in college so just being aware of what's to come when we go to the next level and embracing it and maintaining it rather than being ashamed and feeling less confident in ourselves and our bodies. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing to note because especially at that level, like things are bound to change. You're changing, you know, how much you're working out, how often Mm -hmm. and how hard you're working out. I think that's the most important thing is like when you're lifting a lot, you need to eat a lot. When you're running a lot, you need to regain and refuel and rehydrate. Mm -hmm. And those that's going to start to look different from now from two years from now it's just everything it's ebbs and flow with time and I think it's important to note that definitely and also just being aware of how to properly fuel I think is another Mm -hmm. big one and we've learned a lot about nutrition in our time here but also as females and athletes using your resources you know using the internet and using reliable sources I think is another very important one but Mm -hmm. being aware of how to properly fuel and maintain the body you're striving for as athletes and Mm -hmm. yeah properly fueling yeah (laughs) 
So clearly, you know, being a female athlete, it has its pros and cons, and I think that definitely the pros outweigh the cons. You know, um, being a female athlete in this day and age is a lot. It's a lot easier than it was to like yeah, 20 really. years ago. These things are are becoming more normalized than they were before, and I think that that's a really important thing. It's just the more conversations we're having about it, the more comfortable people get with it, and the more people and young girls we can inspire to do those things. And I think that that's just it's it's really great how things are progressing. And I think it, it was really important because I know how many people struggle with it, and just like I do, and Mackenzie does, and our team does. It's it's not just us, and you know, there's a lot of work to be done. A hundred percent. And I would also say, you know, keep doing what you're passionate about, and don't listen to the haters, and just know what you're doing will pay off. And being proud of who you are and what you look like, and embracing your body because. Confidence comes within. Surround yourself with people who support you and have the same goals for you and push yourself. I'm fortunate enough to be a part of a very supportive team, team who has similar goals to me and pushes me every day to be a better person and a better player. And overall, just keep being you and be proud of who you are. Thank you for tuning in to For Us. I'm Mackenzie Olson. And I'm Anna. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Wrap it up.